0: What it is, what it do, and welcome to Kick Back with the Robinsons, where we invite you an occasional guest, to chill with us and discuss relationships, from how to find them to how to keep them, and all the strange things that come with them. I'm one of your hosts, Ron, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Elena.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: Yep. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how Stella can get her groove back. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a different one. It's going to be a special one. And I know you're going to enjoy it because this is the kickback, of course. And you know how we get down. And it's time. Oh, yes, it's time to get turned. So whether a glass or a flask, let's show some class and toast to positivity. Welcome to the kickback. and we're back we're back we're bad so in this episode as i said in the intro we have a special episode on this one we actually got another voicemail uh this week congratulations to us and in this particular one we're actually going to use this voicemail for the topic of the show and um so you can get an understanding of what this show is gonna be about. We're gonna go ahead and play that voicemail for you and then we'll discuss it. Let's go ahead and get things rolling.
2: Hi, my name is Deborah. Um I just listened to your episode two and I want to let you all know that you all are so great and you really I'm not married. I'm single. And I was with my children's father for 17 years and the whole 17 years of our relationship was, it was fighting all the time and he had asked me to marry him and I knew something wasn't right about it. And so the first five years of our relationship was great. Then he had asked me to marry him and I said no, and as time went on, he kept asking and kept asking, and I kept saying no. Well, then when I finally said yes, it was like, well, not right now, and come to find out, he was married. He had been married these whole 17 years that I was with him, and that really hurt me to my heart that he was. Mm -hmm. married and couldn't tell me and I really loved that man and it's just like I worshiped that man and I know it shouldn't have got to that point to where I worshiped him and he really knew that I worshiped him and that's why he was doing the things that he was doing to me he was very mean to me he beat on me all the time and I haven't dated anybody in like about five years and you know I would like for God to send me a good Christian man somebody to be good to me but it's like I have a trust issue because I've been done so bad and I I can't trust them I don't trust them at all and I just wanted some advice on a better way that I could go about Is it me? And like I say, you all were great.
0: Deborah got cut off there for a second, but that message was a very powerful message, I think. And I just want to say first and foremost, from me and my wife, that we thank you for the voicemail. We thank you for listening. And we thank you for sharing your story.
1: Yes, thank you, Deborah. Thank you so much. That was very brave of you. And um, we just want to let you know that we really found your story touching, it really touched us. And we really felt the pain in your voice when you left that message. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And we want to say, Deborah, it is not your fault that you were treated that way. Okay. Uh, So don't blame yourself.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I agree with you from Everything that we heard in that message, I feel like it's not a situation where you should or even consider blaming yourself for anything that happened. We've all been young. We've all been in relationships that probably weren't the best for us um, at the time and probably stayed in too long. Yeah. So, yeah, the the most important thing is for you to not blame yourself because that is not your fault.
1: Exactly. And another important thing is that you were able to get out of it because some people don't.
2: That's true. Some
1: people stay in it and, you know, continu- they're continuously abused and some people die from situations yeah. like that. So, you know, thank thank goodness you were able to get through that and get out of it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Abuse is a real thing. It's a, it's a real thing. It's a taboo type subject. That I, I think a lot of people don't like to touch on. I personally don't, you know. I, of course, we like to keep things positive, but at the same time, when we do get messages from people or we're having conversations with people in situations like this, it's something that you have to address, especially if you love that person, if you care about that person. And Deborah, we don't necessarily know you as well as we may know some other people, but. You're a part of the family now. Yeah, to get yep, back. Yeah, you in. are. Thank you. We're definitely going to support you as though you were a part of the family as well. So, I think I think a good place to start is um, just talking about the abuse.
1: Exactly. Um, we all know abuse is never okay.
0: Absolutely.
1: Some of us stay in relationships for several reasons. Where we're being abused, however, we know in our minds that it's not okay. Yeah. So smart thing to do is to leave that relationship once that abuse starts. It's never okay to just remain in a relationship because it only gets worse.
0: That's true. The message was so condensed with information. And it left us with a lot of questions. There's still a lot of things that we don't really know the answer to. But whatever the case may be, whether it was, you know, a situation of you just being young, whether it was a situation where you may have been inexperienced in relationships, whatever the situation may be, abuse is never a good thing. And it's one of those things where I think a lot of people, they miss the signs of it in the beginning. They don't see the progression because it's I, f- I feel like and I can't speak on this from every perspective or even from my own perspective because that's not who I am as a man and I don't think any real man is that way nope but one thing I can say is that I do think that there are progressive signs to show that uh, you could potentially be in a relationship that if it is already abusive, and we're speaking physically, when when I'm talking now, I'm talking about physical abuse. But I think that it starts before that. I think it actually starts more with the verbal and mental abuse.
1: I, I agree. I agree. You mentioned in your message you now have trust issues, which is understandable because of all the things that you've been through. A lot of women have trust issues because of the past relationships that they've been in. Yeah. A lot of women have been cheated on or abused by men. Mm-hmm. And it's not the woman's fault. Again, that it's it's something to do with that man. But it happens.
0: It does. It does. And when it comes to trust issues, regardless of what it is that creates them, some- whether it's the abuse or whether it's, you know, just being done wrong. You know what I mean? You may have had somebody that stole from you. You may have had somebody who just took advantage of you. you So all of those things can create trust issues. But the thing with trust issues is that I think at the root of trust issues, it's basically just a situation of fear. It's basically a situation where you internalize the fear that you have of feeling the way that you felt in a situation that was very traumatic for you. Right. And the way that you try to put your guard up or shield yourself from that happening again is you create these trust issues. You try to avoid anybody and everybody who resembles the person or the thing that created that that problem for you, that pain for you. And to get over those types of things, you First and foremost, I think you just have to accept it for what it is. You just have to accept that it is real. It's a thing that happened to you. You have to take the time to uh, heal yourself because that is a wound, you Mm -hmm. know?
1: Yeah. And I know the feeling. I've been cheated on in the past, you know? And it's definitely... No, not by you. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I've been cheated on in past relationships. And it's definitely not a good feeling. So... My advice on that would be to take some time out for yourself once the relationship has ended, mm-hmm. take some time out for yourself to get to know yourself again, because a lot of people lose themselves within relationships, especially relationships that are full of turmoil. So you want to just take some time out for yourself, get to know yourself again, build up your self-esteem again. hmm love yourself again, Mm -hmm. know who you are, Yes. then start over.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think what you just said, the topic of just, you know, getting to know yourself again, starting back over with you is the most important thing that you can do for trust issues, for just recentering yourself, reestablishing yourself, and and really understanding who you are, because to be in a situation that Deborah's has been in, that's really hard on a person. And the best thing that you can do after that type of situation is to just fall back and focus on yourself, focus on you, and making yourself better, because you have to establish a stronger base for yourself, because. If not, that's something that you'll carry into your next relationship.
1: I agree. You did state that you've been single for five years now. And that break that people take, it may be three months for one person. It may be one year for another person. Mm -hmm. It may be five or 10 years for the next person. So take as much time as you need to prepare yourself for your next relationship.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's definitely important. And don't spend that time holding that that in. You know what I'm saying? Like don't spend that time holding that pain and that hurt in. Because that was a thing that was once a present for you. It was an everyday thing. It's what you had to wake up to. But you made it out of that. You you moved past that. You're better now.
1: But they are going to hold it in for a time period because it was a traumatic experience. The healing time frame is not the same for every person, so take as much time as you need. Focus on your children. I don't I'm not sure how how old your children are, Deborah, but focus on your relationship with your children. That's something to be proud of. Focus on that, and love will come definitely.
0: It baffles me that a person would ask another person to marry yes. them
1: when they're married they know
0: that they're married and that's why i say that you know he is a master manipulator because that is a move that a man does when he knows the outcome right you don't do that when you feel that that person could say yes you don't do that when you feel right like, you know and it
1: I'm
0: sounds saying? like
1: he was Playing with Deborah, you know, like playing with her mind. Right. Um, just asking her that question to see what she would say. Right. And a form of control.
0: Right. And I think, you know, um, one thing I do want to commend Deborah on though is that I feel like her emotions were telling her the right thing. Right. When she she mentioned that, you know, she knew something was off about it. She knew something wasn't right about right. it. Right. Women's so intuition. She said no. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that in that moment, you have to ask yourself the reason why you feel that way. Mm-hmm. What is it that gives you re- so much reservation that you would say no? Especially if you've been in a what you would consider a great relationship at that time right. for five years already. And then this person that you've been in a great relationship with ask you to marry them. You know, you have to ask yourself, why do you have so many reservations as far as not wanting to marry this person? Why do you feel so, you know, why in your gut does it feel so strongly that you just feel like you need to say no?
1: That gut feeling. Uh Uh-huh. Something didn't feel right.
0: Like we spoke about earlier, I think, you know, there are signs before abuse. I think there are signs before complete destruction as far as you know allowing the person to complete whatever their manipulation is at that time I can't say enough you know how how upsetting it is that someone had to go through and she seems sounds like a really nice person. Yeah
1: she really does and I know that we as women we go through a lot of things and we accept a lot of things from men a lot of times I'm guilty of it but At some point you get to a level of where you're not going to accept disrespect and you're not going to tolerate anyone treating you how you do not want to be treated. So you have to get to that level. So Mm -hmm. we want to give some advice on once you're ready to even be in a relationship, which would be after you've taken that time out for yourself to get to know yourself and, build up your self-esteem once you're ready for that relationship we want to give some advice on how you would approach getting back into the dating scene Mm -hmm. all right so first you want to get to know the person that you're dating yes right yeah so how do you go about doing that
0: there you go yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: because that's the most important part especially in the beginning
1: Very important.
0: Yeah. I personally think that one of the best ways that you can go about doing that is before you even start asking the other person questions, go into the conversation with your own list of demands because everybody's going to go into a relationship with things that they require.
1: Right. Set standards for yourself to where you're like, this is for me. Mm -hmm. This is what I need. Exactly. And this is what I am not willing to tolerate. Okay, and stick to it. Mm -hmm. All right. Another thing we want to mention is you want to spend a lot of time together. Absolutely. And you do that by talking, having those conversations, those deep conversations. You know, when it gets to that level, don't be afraid to ask questions because some people are when they're initially meeting someone. They're afraid to ask questions because they might feel like they're being nosy, no, you're not being nosy like you're trying to get to know this person. Exactly. So go into it like, hey, I can ask these questions.
0: It's the best time to do it. Number one, because you don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste that time. And it's also the best reason to, best time to do it, because that's going to be the time that you're going to want to be around that person the most.
1: Right. It's the most critical time to do it. So, yeah, definitely ask those questions that you want to know. And if they're acting funny or acting secretive, when you're asking these questions, red flag, okay? Potentially. (laughs)
0: Uh, Potentially, yeah. Um, Yeah. But one thing I think that we need to, you know, put like a beware warning
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: label on is I think you should go in with a clean slate.
1: That's true. I agree. Go in with a clean slate. But also... You never forget your past experiences. So, you know, you want to use common sense, but you go into it with a clean slate. This is a new person that you're meeting. You learn them Mm -hmm. and, you know, you don't want to just assume anything about them. Right. So you want to spend a lot of time together. Take your time. No need to rush. And another thing about spending time together is that you don't, only want to spend time at your own place mm-hmm. you need to also be able to go to their place right. like if they're not allowing you to go to their home something's not right
0: right yeah and that should be a natural progression um from dating that should be something that just grows naturally
1: it should i'm not saying the first night you know you come to my house i'll come to your house but I'm saying that, you know, throughout the dating time frame, you you should be able to go to that person's house as well as yours. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I definitely agree with that. You need to know the living standards. I mean, that tells you, you a lot about right. a person. You right. know what I mean? Like, just how do they live? Like, what type of atmosphere are they around? Are they right. in a position where they have six roommates and right they're living like, you know, or
1: are they are they married? Yeah,
0: so yeah, I, I definitely think that it's super important that you ask those, and you're allowed to ask those type of questions. You're allowed to have questions if a person is apprehensive for allowing those things to happen. Right. But there again, you don't want to make it seem like you're forcing your way in because you've been manipulated or or you've been deceived in the past either you know what I mean like I said I feel like it should be a natural progression if things aren't progressing in a natural way I think then you should start asking deeper questions to try to figure out what's going on or if you decide that that's just one of many things that you have an issue with that you, you feel uneasy about then maybe you should just move on altogether.
1: Mm hmm. Also, learn that person's habits. Um, see how they move. See if you guys are actually going to be compatible. Some people have habits that you can't even deal with. So you just you, do, you know, that's how you get to learn a person. See how they are. And if you're able to continue on with the relationship with that person, you also want to make sure that you're able to meet their family. Eventually, mm-hmm. you want to know what type of relationship or uh, what type of environment they were raised in, uh-huh. and their family morals.
0: That's true, and I just want to touch on too um, the topic of of watching a person's habits. A person's habits can tell you way more than their words can, mm-hmm. because a person's habits they're hard to notice because a lot of times, especially in new relationships, when You know, you're just meeting someone and you're dating and you've got the rose-colored glasses on and it's puppy love and all of this other stuff. It's hard to really see a person's habits because you're not looking at those. You're staring into their eyes and getting lost in their soul and all of this other stuff. But you're missing some serious signs like how they just cussed out and almost beat up the valet (laughs) driver at the restaurant because... (laughs) he had to get a car before y'all got out there because somebody else was already waiting. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, like, you have to pay attention to those things. Like, don't allow yourself to be so captivated by another person that you miss all of the important things that could put you in a way worse position a little further down the road. Right,
1: right, right. So,
0: you know... I just wanted to touch on that and the family thing too. That's, that's very important. That, shows yeah, that you a is lot. very important Yeah,
1: because if they're not taking you around their family, first of all, they, they may have something to hide mm-hmm. and that's just not a good thing. Especially a man. If he's not taking you to meet his mom or whoever raised him, whether it was his grandma or his aunt, the person that raised him, if he's not taking you to meet that person, mm-hmm. Mm, hmm. It's probably a girl.
0: Could be a problem. Could be a problem. <laughs> be a problem. Right. But yeah, I mean that person should want to um that person should should want you with them.
2: hmm You
0: know what I mean? Like they should want you to be a part of them, be with them whenever they, they're they're going places and things like that. You know, it's okay if y'all do things separately, but some places you should want to go together and you should be treated every now and again by, right. by your partner. You know, and I think These are all things that you kind of set your standards for in the beginning. And we could use us for an example. That was one of the first things that you told me, which showed me that that was something that was, number one, a requirement for you because you had, you know, you knew who you were. You knew your standards and things when you told me that we needed to go on a date. You know what I mean? On a like, date. Oh, yeah. yeah. We needed to go mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like,
1: play that because I just want to tell you guys, when I first met this man, <sighs> he told me, he said he wanted me to come to his house so he can cook for me. I said, oh, no, <laughs> you are going to take me. I said, you're going to take me on a date if you want to spend time with me. I'm not coming to your house because, first of all, I just met you and I don't know you like that. So, no, we need to go on a date. And we went on a date that next week. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) I I want to defend myself for a second, too, and just, you know, let everyone know that at this point, I was dealing with a different type of person. You know what I'm saying? I was dealing with a woman. You were. I was dealing with a grown woman.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like if a man wants to date you, I don't think that women should accept that, okay, we'll just come to my house and chill. Netflix and chill? Oh, no, I don't I don't play that. You know, not in the beginning. See, that's we'll, a young man's we'll game. We'll do that after we've gone on a few dates. Mm-hmm. Um, but initially, a man should actually take you out on a date. That's how I feel. Like, a man should actually take you out on a date and pay for it.
0: And not McDonald's.
1: And not McDonald's. No.
0: You should be able to sit down
1: in Get a nice pre- restaurant prefer- where you're both both dressed nicely.
0: Yeah, preferably low light, right on the table,
1: right. You know the dimmer, saying? yeah. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, maybe a, uh, a yeah a a little candles. right. You know what I'm saying on the table.
1: Our first date was at Bonefish Grill. We'll go ahead and say it. It was at Bonefish Grill. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know,
0: I mean, you know, some of you I may mean, not be impressed. I, mean, I would have
1: preferred crisp, but you know, we went to Bonefish Grill.
0: I gave her the option to choose. I'm just <laughs> saying. um, it's the way.
1: However, I do feel like that's important for women that are trying to, you know, because that tells women. um,
0: He got a job.
1: Right. Yeah, oh, he could be a drug dealer, though.
0: That's a job. You, <laughs> <laughs> Babe. You don't, no,
1: him, no. you don't want him, though.
0: You don't want him, though.
1: No, you don't want the drug dealer. Yeah. No, you want well, when, a man when, when we
0: say with a job, real job. We mean like W two. He can file, file taxes. taxes at the end of the year. Uh, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. So so we want we want a real man that is. Let's talk about this. What is a good man? How about that? Like, what True. is a good man, babe? What? Okay. So the first thing, number one on the list. What's that? Number one, mm-hmm. you can't go without this. He has to be respectful. That's number one.
0: Uh, that's facts. Yes, that's facts. And I mean, it like a, a real respectful too. You know what I'm saying? Not like just smiling and with that 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 cheesy grin. You know what I'm saying? Like just expectations. All oh, he looking for is sex at the end of the night.
1: No, respectful the type. entire time. Not yeah. just respectful until he gets what he wants. Like Re- a gentleman. just a a genuinely respectful, honest person. Yeah. That's what you want to look for. Yeah. And it takes time to confirm that th- that is the case.
0: Which is good because something that you want to do at this particular time is not rush.
1: Right. No, you, you don't want to rush. No, 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 you no. You got time. If you, you do been, not you know, want to rush. You, no.
0: If you've been by yourself for five years now, you know, uh, rushing is not something that you should be concerned with. The crazy part about it is that, as important as respect and being uh, finding a genuine person is, it's a hard thing to it's truly hard. spot. Truly spot. It takes time to mm. know whether that person is because you have to ask the same question in three different ways.
1: I'm just gonna say it: most men ain't, bleep, <laughs> but <laughs> there are some good men out there, you just have to catch them. That's true. We as women, we go through so much because we deal with a lot of men that aren't doing, that aren't genuine.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, so you just have to find the person, you have to fight. you know, it. God, he just somehow works it out for you. You know? Yeah, I mean. But you but, also have to be wise yourself.
0: Right, right. So
1: Number one is respect. The The man also has to be considerate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: He has to be considerate of you.
0: Yes. But I think an easy way to spot that, not an easy way, but I think a way to also know if it's coming from a genuine place is pay attention not only to how he treats you, but how he treats others. You want a person that. Is impressionable, not too impressionable. You know what I'm saying? Not like yeah,
1: not too. Yeah, yeah. I don't don't play that.
0: (laughs) Not like you know, lover boy impressionable. But someone that is has an inviting personality, right? You know what I mean? Like that's oftentimes says that people can tell that this is a person that has a good character, right? But you also have serial killers that are the same (laughs) way. So I mean, you can't give solid examples or things that you know you can look for but you can increase your odds by looking for these things you right know I mean? right
1: right and going back to you know you how uh, a man treats his mom that's important too you want to look at that initially because a lot of times if a man does not respect or care about his mom then he just does not respect or care about women Mm-hmm. He's just looking for what he can get out of women. Right. You know, so that, that, you know, you got to look at that as well.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I got a good one too. I just thought about it. But one thing too is you should look for a man that knows how to have a deep conversation, mm-hmm. something beyond the surface, something beyond topical conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like being able to have a serious conversation about serious things and adult right. things, such as, you know, work, career, goals, you know what I'm saying? Right, like stuff exactly. Like that. And to pay attention to the answers, pay attention closely to the answers. Uh, In the midst of them giving you the answers of what their goals are, you know, for themselves in the next five years, take a look and ask the questions of where they are now. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, what are you doing to work towards those things? These types of questions in combination will get you to recognize the people that are just full of it. You know Uh what I'm saying? Because a lot of people can't maintain the lie whenever they have to incorporate the truth with it right so pay attention to those things i think that's a a a key thing that you should look for as well Mm -hmm. and um don't limit yourself you know keep an, an open mind to the people that you're looking for because you don't want to be a person that is vain in the sense that you only care about what a person looks like and you're no, only focusing right. on the physical look and the outward appearance of a person. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, that
1: that is not it. No. That is not it.
0: No. We got lucky. You
1: know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, yeah, don't don't focus so much on that. When in the beginning, you know, um because a person might not physically be what you would consider your, your dream person.
1: And I can say that most women that have been through it, like really been through it in their younger years, when they get older, they're not too much concerned with what the man looks like. They're just trying to find a good man. From people I've spoken to, that's what I've heard. Like, they're not that concerned with that. So I don't think that's really an issue. Mm-hmm. But you just want to make sure that you look for the good qualities in that person. You also want to make sure that you you know you want to make sure that person's not abusive. Because, like I said, once once they become abusive, it's time to go. Yeah,
0: absolutely. do not
1: stay. It's time to go.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, you also want to make sure that that person uplifts you and inspires you. Mm-hmm. They're proud of you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they you definitely know, should. like
1: they, they tell you that you're beautiful, right? They compliment you. If you're trying to further in your career, they're encouraging you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not someone that just wants you to stay at a certain level, right? Just to hold you back, right? And tell you, oh, no, you don't have to go anywhere. No, you want someone that, you know, has your best interests at heart, right? That's another sign to look for,
0: I agree,
1: mhm, and um, Deborah, you did say in your message that you you worshiped the man that you were with for seventeen years.
0: Never worship anybody right the highest a person should be to you is equal to you
1: Anything right above exactly that
0: is that is, that is God's test that's God,
1: and you did state that you wanted a god fearing man, so you know. That's another thing, so make sure that when you have those deep conversations with that person that you you do eventually date, you ask them, "How religious are they? Do they believe in God? Just have those conversations and don't be afraid to.
0: Mhm. Also, don't lean on the belief that a Christian is automatically a good a man. good
1: person, right, that's true, you know mm-hmm. what I'm
0: saying, because being a Christian and being someone who understands God and faith and what it really means to put your trust in God, that's not always the person that goes to church every Sunday
1: Mhm, that's true,
0: you know that's not always that person, that's not always the person that is you know front and center. On Sunday morning, on Wednesday, uh, Bible study and, and, you know, at all of the church events, you know right. what I mean? Right. You can
1: have faith within yourself.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, don't, don't get hung up on thinking that that is going to be the key to finding a good man because there's a lot of people in the church that ain't doing what they're supposed a to. A lot of snakes. Yeah. Church, mm-hmm. church is the place that you go to come closer to God it's it's for people who are still trying to find that way and that's most of us you know so don't just assume that that's going to get you to where you need to be your focus should be on finding someone that you know does things for you just because of who you are
1: just because yep you know those moments I love them (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because all of that stuff is like super important mm-hmm. and um, necessary. And for your part, have your list of things that you require, your list of things that you need. Oh, one thing that I did want to say too, um, personality. Matching personalities is a very important thing. Look for somebody who complements your weak areas. If you're looking for something to look for, if you know that you're the type of person that is impatient, look for somebody that shows patience. Right. If you know that you're the type of person that has a quick temper, look for somebody who has a calm nature.
1: Right. Because that's our situation because I'm more high strung. Yeah. And Ron, my husband, he's more laid back. So we can kind of level each other out.
0: Yeah, we, we definitely fit together like puzzle pieces. We we definitely complete each other just because of that. The areas that I'm weak in, she's strengthened right. me in. And the areas that she was weak in, I've strengthened her in. And together, you know, we have both become better people, um, because of each other. Right. So definitely look for somebody who displays qualities that you're weak in. But all of that in conjunction with all of the other stuff.
1: And it has to be on a positive level.
0: Exactly. Because, um, you know, you don't want to be good at telling the truth and they good at lying. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> no, saying? No, that's not good. So, yeah. No. Definitely um, take all of that stuff and You want someone that's
1: honest. Yes. That's another thing. Honest. Yes.
0: And look for somebody who you disagree with some of the stuff that they say. But even when you disagree, you know that it's coming from a good place and they're doing it because they have your best interests in mind. And one thing I want you to really pay attention to about all of these things, it it doesn't require sex. It doesn't require, you know, any of that stuff. Um, It just requires good conversation and getting to know a person. And that's what you should be focused on in the beginning. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Another thing is sex. Mm-hmm. You do not have to rush into having sex with someone. True.
0: It's probably. Use best that, that time
1: don't. prior to you two engaging in sex to learn each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not just talking about a day or two. Whatever time you need, do not rush for sex. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, indeed. Everybody has needs, so, you know, if it's just the person that you're looking for for that reason, then, you know, do what you do.
1: But a lot of times that can make, make things cloudy. So, well, I ain't talking know.
0: about the person that you're looking for for a relationship. If, if you're looking <laughs> at that person for, you know, potential partner.
1: Right. That's what we're talking the about. the brakes,
0: put the sweat on, the jogging pants over the, over the jeans. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, load it down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Don't even even worry about that. Your main focus. And I mean, that'll give you time to actually figure out who this person is that you're dealing with. And
1: Steve Harvey says, make him wait for 90 days. That's what Steve Harvey says. That's what
0: Steve Harvey said. He wrote a (laughs) book, so a bunch of people bought
1: it. He said 90 days.
0: That's what he said. I don't know where he got that number from but you know whatever
1: you <laughs> know what I mean
0: and if you feel like 90 ain't enough run it back 180 <laughs> you know what I'm saying like whatever it takes you know what I'm saying <sighs> yeah do what you feel necessary but these are the things that I feel I, I can't really you got any more I can't really think no
1: I, I think we touched on pretty much everything uh, but again we want to thank you so much Deborah, for reaching out to us. Like I said, we really felt you when you were speaking in your message. We really did. Absolutely. And we definitely had to reach back out to you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I just want to, you know, just do a, a quick recap, not on everything, but just a couple of things that I want to reiterate. Number one, you are not to blame for your situation, what happened. Some people are just bad people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, yep. you had to experience a bad person.
1: And I want to say, too, I've met plenty of bad people in my life. So you're not alone.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also start today because it, it sounds like you have maybe been looking for a man. But start today on looking at Deborah. Start today on looking at yourself and putting that list together you know, of things that you really want to accomplish and want to have as far as in a man. And right. what do you want to offer a man? Put those things together.
1: Another thing I want to say is somebody gave me some advice in the past. They told me to write down what I needed or what I wanted in a man on a piece of paper and put it in a Bible and just leave it in that Bible. hmm And that's you sending a message to God. Mm -hmm. So I think that is something that you could try.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, faith without works is dead. Right. So this is your work that you have to put in in order to get this blessing for you. So, um, yeah, definitely focus on you. Get your stuff together. Learn how to appreciate your your life experiences learn how to empower yourself from those right and don't let them have an effect on you to where it affects the rest of your life mm-hmm. um, you have the control over it you've already accomplished the hardest part which is getting out of that getting situation. out of that
1: situation and a lot of men can just tear us women down And we'll have our self-esteem so low, so low that we feel like no one else is going to love us. Mm -hmm. You know, and no, that is not the case. If you are a good person, a a man is going to see that in you eventually.
0: Absolutely. And when that person is for you, comes along, you'll be prepared. Because a lot of people, I think, miss out on great things for themselves because they ask for them, but they don't prepare to receive them. Right. So yeah, just take some time right now, focus on yourself, prepare yourself, whatever you consider that, and we all have goals for ourselves and things that we'd like to accomplish, whether small or big, it doesn't matter, it's your thing. Work on those, you know, work on getting yourself in a better place in a better right. space and yeah, I think I think that's where, where we'll leave off. I hope we were able to uh, give you some helpful advice, um, some things to look forward to. You have tools now. I feel like where you could um, go out and you can figure out the situation and find somebody that's that's right for you.
1: And give us a call back, Deborah. Let us know how you feel about this.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Give us a call back. Um, give us your feedback on what you thought. If you have any more questions, if you feel like you want to give some more details about something, you know, we're open it may to be. it. Yeah, we're, we're open to it. We definitely are. We definitely are. I love. Yes. Our, I love our. I love our fans. I love the people that. Yes, love, definitely. Love us. <laughs>
1: definitely. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank
0: Absolutely. you so much. Absolutely. And on that topic, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that wherever your favorite podcast listening service is, we can be found. So, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, Overcast, Undercast, if that's a thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Tune in, whatever it may be, you can find us there. And uh, if you have the capability, which all of them you have the capability to subscribe to or become a follower. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, giving us a follow, giving us a like, giving us a subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, giving us a comment with a five star, we could use those. Thank you. Thank you. We already have one and we plan on having more. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a wonderful show. I've enjoyed it. Love y'all. And we're getting ready to get up out of here. But before we do, you know, we got to leave on some positivity. So my baby's going to come through with the drop the mic moment.
1: Yes, we're here at the drop the mic moment. So if your partner puts his hands on you, he does not love you. Love is not supposed to hurt. It's actually supposed to feel good. So if you're being abused, put yourself first. Think about your life. You deserve better. Find yourself again and a significant other that will respect you. And love you as a woman.
0: Right on, right on. And that's something that you really should take to heart. Be your strongest weapon and know when to get out. So, with that, thank y'all for listening. You know how it goes. It's been real, it's been fun. We've enjoyed ourselves, have we not? We have. But, uh, y'all already know you ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> deuces.
1: Love you guys.